One of the main signs someone is tracking your phone is the gadget running out of battery in no time. Batteries do age along with your phone, but if you just got it recently, that's not normal. Some malware might be using the energy to scan your device and send the data to third parties. Does your phone freeze or take forever to load web pages? Some malware might be running in the background, preventing the gadget from operating normally. In this case, you may also have trouble quitting apps. Sometimes, it's even necessary to restart your phone. If you open a website you often use and it has a different design, or if one tab looks different from the rest on the same page, that's another warning sign. It can be the work of proxying programs. It means they're sitting between you and the internet, giving you their own fake instructions. Even your dial pad can change its shape and color when someone's got control over your phone. There are some apps your phone's manufacturer or service provider pre-install on your gadget. Google them to make sure they're legit. If they aren't on the safe list and you don't remember installing them, someone's after your data. Those apps can record your calls, read your texts, get access to your social media and online banking apps. Scammers can mess with your phone's camera remotely. You can find pictures and videos on your gadget that you don't remember taking. The same is when your phone's flash goes on and off by itself. In this case, the camera app will eat up a lot of battery and heat your phone up even when you aren't using it. When someone gets access to your gadget, they can also log into all your accounts, from email to fitness apps. You'll know it's happened when you suddenly have new passwords, get signed up for new things, or see the emails you haven't opened marked as red. Someone might be using your data to start new accounts or get lines of credit in your name. Some cyber criminals can use your phone to make expensive calls or send texts abroad and to premium rate numbers. They often sell this service to their clients to make a profit. The unwanted apps they install on your phone to send data are also super hungry for traffic. You'll notice if they've been active at the end of the month when you see a crazy data bill. If you find bookmarks to suspicious websites in your browser or start seeing pop-ups way too often, that's likely another form of malware. People who spread adware get money every time you click on those pop-ups. Plus, they can lead to harmful downloads or steal your personal data. When your friends or colleagues tell you all of your emails now go to the spam folder, it must be the work of cyber criminals. They can change your email configurations to make your emails go through an unauthorized server. This way, they'll be able to read them all. Strange noises are an echo during calls, dropped calls, not being able to phone someone when you have good reception. All of this is another warning sign. It might be a technical problem, of course, but if it comes along with other symptoms, someone most definitely has control over your phone. Some scammers get access to your phone through the apps you download from the App Store or Play Store. When you download them, some applications can send data to foreign servers. This data can include IP addresses and even your location. Other cybercriminals create phishing screens to get access to users' browsers and open certain web pages. If their attempts succeed, they install even more malicious programs. Some apps aren't harmful per se, they just aren't protected well enough. Cyber criminals find a way to get inside those apps and use them as a backdoor for their business.
Employers or people who don't trust their significant others sometimes manage to install tracking apps on their phones. These apps let them know exactly where the gadget owner is at all times. You can leave your device alone for only a couple of minutes. It'll be enough to install that sort of software. Every time you're using a public Wi-Fi network, you risk running into a man in the middle that can steal your passwords. Scammers often name their network after a nearby cafe, hoping you'll connect to the fake one by mistake. They're also after the browser cookies for your Facebook or Skype sessions. This data can be used to get full access to your accounts. When you plug your phone into a public charging station at an airport or a hotel, it's not only about refilling its battery. A standard USB cable can give away your device's name and type, its serial number, the manufacturer, operating and file system information, and electronic chip ID. Some older Android models automatically send out all the data kept on their hard drive once you connect them to a computer. So when you charge your phone at someone's home or office, you expose your data to them. You can get a text or an email with a link to your friend's photo they want you to see ASAP. Or it might be some important document on how to get your tax return. As soon as you click the link in that phishing message, you'll either be asked to provide your personal data or download an app that'll steal it from you. Sometimes online criminals get access to your phone data through iCloud or your Google account. They might offer you to pay to get your photos, phone books, and messages back. They can also do it to get their hands on your saved passwords. Then, they'll be able to log into all your accounts in a domino fashion. If they're fast enough, data thieves can make use of any bug in the operating system to do their business before the issue is solved. Even a hardware problem can lead to data leaks. To protect your gadget and personal data, download apps only from official app stores. Google the apps you want to install but haven't heard much about. Read reviews from other users to stay on the safe side. Regularly check your phone for the applications you don't use or don't remember installing. Once you find such apps, delete them. Always read all the permissions an app requests before you run it. If it asks for too much, double-check whether it's worth it. A step calculator doesn't really have to know your banking details or share your data with partner fitness companies. Get yourself mobile security apps with call blockers and firewalls. It'll protect you from any suspicious downloads. Messengers that use end-to-end -end encryption will help you keep your communication personal. If your phone drains from about 15% to only 1% fast, it signals you that the battery is a bit old or even damaged. Sometimes there might be 20% left, but the phone turns off all of a sudden in the middle of an important phone call. All these things show that the battery's not alright and you might want to change it. If your phone keeps 1% for a long time, it finds that the battery has more capacity left than it estimated. By the way, no modern battery can be fully charged or drained. You can quickly improve battery life. First, you can limit your widget usage. Try not to add too many widgets and limit the use of those that require a lot of data to keep the info up to date. By the way, if there's no explanation why your phone gets drained that fast, think about cybersecurity. It can probably be evidence of somebody following you and your data. How do I know all this stuff? I'm a phony. Kind of like a foodie, but about phones. Hey, stop laughing.
Your phone can get hot for many reasons, including overuse, apps running in the background, malfunctioning software, malware, or if it's been exposed to too much heat or sun. Sometimes this warmth is okay, but it could be because of serious problems if your phone is regularly overheating. If your phone drains to zero every time you leave your house in winter, you need to check the battery health in the settings. Phone batteries, like any rechargeable battery, have special components that get less effective as they age. If the battery health is less than 85%, you might consider changing the battery. Otherwise, your gadget will drain every time it's cold outside. Now, don't forget to charge your old phone sometimes after getting a brand new one if you want to keep the old buddy just in case. Lack of charge may impact battery life. The same goes for game consoles, laptops, tablets, and any other gadget you charge. If you charge your phone and use it simultaneously, you can confuse the battery a little bit. Like this, the phone's going to get a bit of charge, then the app or whatever you do will devour that energy, and the charger will top the battery up again. These short cycles tire the battery and shorten the lifespan. You can also optimize your battery by closing all those apps you open once in a while and forget to close. Some apps are especially hungry for your phone longevity. Most of them are what we'll call famous social media. Still, it works perfectly with Androids only. If you have an iPhone, it makes no difference how many apps are running in the background unless these are social media apps. Battery pigs, I say. Also, no app can help you make your battery drain slower, so those that check storage usage and help clean the phone memory never come in handy. Now, you can do all the things I just mentioned yourself. iPhone users know their phones run out of memory fast, and even if you delete some files, it doesn't help. Go to Settings, iPhone Storage, and make sure that recently deleted photos are actually deleted. If not, delete them in the storage sections. Note that your messages can contain heavy files, so you can restrict how long the message can be stored if you have an iPhone. In the message history, tap the Keep Messages button. It's forever by default, but you can keep them for one year or even only 30 days. Don't forget to refresh your phone's operative memory to make it work better and faster. For iPhones, go to Setting, General, Accessibility, Assistive Touch, and turn it on. Press plus, then minus, and then the power button. You'll see the power off bar. Press the assistive touch and hold the home button. Voila! If you see the enter pass notification after you did it, it means you did it all right. It's much easier with Androids, though, since some of them have the clear memory button in the RAM section. It would be best if you didn't charge your phone in a car. Cars usually have less electricity than any phone needs to get a full charge. If you use a low-power USB port, your gadget starts swallowing up power at a much faster rate than the port can handle. It can even damage your charger. In the end, your phone will get barely any charge at all. A car is not the best place, but a rental one is a big no. The USB port is basically public there, so think about cybersecurity. To make your charge safer, you can use your own adapter. Don't charge your phone at a train station. Sometimes, it's way better to spend a couple of hours on a train looking out a window than charging the phone at a train station before hopping on the train. Juice jacking is a big problem of public charging stations. Your data can be extracted via a USB port. Your house can be dangerous, too, for charging your phone. Well, it requires particular circumstances, such as lightning. Right, don't charge your phone during a thunderstorm. The voltage goes up and down, so it can be pretty stressful for your gadget. It's not true that your SIM card can track you. 
The SIM card itself can't be tracked. It's all about the IMEI number any phone has. If your mobile phone is on, it is transmitted to the closest cell tower. A SIM card can't track you, but your iPhone remembers all the places you visited recently. To check it, go to Settings, Privacy, Location Services, System Services. Your phone collected your favorite places in frequent locations. Android devices can do the same. Open Location History in Google Maps. Don't charge your phone in cafes. Juice jacking is an issue there, too. Moreover, the USB port capabilities aren't powerful enough, but is completely safe if you use a regular plug and not a USB port. If you move app icons to a different screen one by one, try another way and move everything at once. Grab one icon and hold it, and then use your other finger to tap on all the other icons you want to move. Voila! They're now added to the one you're holding. Once you've selected them all, move them to the other part of the screen. All done. There's also a quicker way to close all of your applications. You probably swipe them up one by one, and sometimes it takes forever. You can do it three times faster if you use three fingers when swiping. This way, you'll be swiping away three tabs at once. Sometimes we give our phones to someone for some reason. Yeah, that'd be pretty terrifying and sometimes even embarrassing when someone's scrolling through your phone. Things get much better once you learn this trick. There's a guided access feature on your iPhone. When activated, it will not allow the person to leave a particular app. Go to Settings, Accessibility, and then scroll down to find the guided access to activate it. Enable it and set a passcode. Someone takes your iPhone and is trying to unlock it with your face. If you don't want it, you can simply say, Hey Siri, whose phone is this? This command will make Siri lock the face and touch ID and force anyone who wants to unlock your phone to type in the password. You can disguise any app as something different. Go to Shortcuts, hit the plus, and tap the lower panel. Add the action Open App, tap Choose, and search for the app you want to hide, and select it. Then tap it again. Add it to your home screen, set the name, and choose the icon picture. You can also hide some of your photos. To do this, open the photo you want to hide, tap the Share button, and then tap Hide. To find the hidden album, go to Photos, then Albums, and scroll down till under Utilities, where you see the hidden album. So it's really not that hidden. But if you don't want the hidden album to show up, you can hide it as well. Go to Settings, then Photos. Scroll down and switch off the hidden album mode. To bring it back, switch it back on. There's also a possibility to add captions to your photos. If you do this, you don't need to scroll through all of your photos to find the one you need. So, if you make a photo of your friend's address, just open the photo, swipe up, and you'll see the Add a Caption field. Type in the keyword like Address, and then Done. If you ever need it later, instead of scrolling down through all of your photos, you can simply go to the Search field, type in Address, and the photo will pop up. You can drag and drop a photo to any app. Just choose it, tap, and hold it. Keep holding it, and with your other finger, go to another app where you want to send it and put it there. You can set a live photo as wallpaper. Choose the photo you like, click the Share button, and scroll down to Use as a Wallpaper. Set as only a lock screen wallpaper. Lock your phone. Now you see the picture. 
Tap it and hold down, and it'll start moving. You make a screenshot of your home screen to show one particular app to a friend. If you make just a simple screenshot, you'll have to specify in the message which row it's in. Not anymore. After making a screenshot, tap on it. When you're in the editing mode, tap on the plus button and then on the magnifier. This feature will add a magnifying circle to your photo to zoom in on a particular space. Simply adjust its size and the degree of zooming in or out to magnify a specific thing on the screenshot. In Safari, you can make a screenshot of the whole page at once, not only the part that's on your screen. Take a regular screenshot and then tap on it to go to the editing mode. On the top panel, select the option Full Page. Definitely handy because you don't have to do several screenshots anymore. You scroll through all the videos on YouTube or photos on Instagram and really go far down. No need to go all the way up again once you want to get back to the top. Just tap the time in the upper left corner and it'll take you to the top automatically. If you sleep with music or a podcast, there is a way to set a timer to keep playing all night long. To do this, go to the clock, then to the timer. Set the time and then go to the option when the timer ends. Scroll down to the very end and you'll find the stop playing button there. Press it and then tap done. After the time you've set, your media will stop playing in the background. There are new cool features in iMessage. If you want to respond to a particular message with an emoji, you can just pick the one you need and drag it onto the message. Place it anywhere you want and that's the way the other person will see it. When sending a message, tap and hold the send button. You can choose one of several different animation effects to send it. Swipe left to look through all the sending effects. Then you can send it and the person will see it the way you've chosen. If you want to delete a message you just typed in, just shake your phone and confirm. If you've changed your mind and want to get it back, just shake it again. Another typing trick is to use numbers. If you need to type in a number, you probably type the 123 to go to the symbols menu. Then pick a number, then tap ABC to come back. This is pretty annoying, and the good news is that you don't have to do it. Instead, just press and hold the 123 menu. The numbers will appear, so you can simply move your finger towards the digit you need. Once you stop holding your finger, you'll be back to the text menu, and you can keep typing. Turns out, you can change the colors of your emojis. Go to the settings, then to accessibility. Then choose display and text size. Then go to color filters and turn them on. You can choose one of several color filters and it'll totally change the color appearance of your device, including the emojis. Look at these two pictures. Can you spot the difference? Yup, one pinky looks a bit off and it's all because of something you carry with you all day. If your pinky looks like this, then you're in danger. Nah, I'm just kidding. This happens when you're holding your smartphone in such a position that the weight on your pinky makes it look weird. There's nothing particularly wrong with that except the way it looks after. According to experts, holding an object in a one-hand claw grip isn't a natural position that our hands are used to. But luckily, the mark isn't going to stay forever. There just isn't enough force to permanently make your pinky look like that. Just think of it as a mark on your face when you wear glasses all day or if you're wearing a watch on your wrist. Another thing you should look out for is texting thumb. 
Yeah. It's just what it sounds like. Your thumb experiences some soreness after texting for too long. This phenomenon has actually been around since the 80s, but was known as gaming thumb. There was a looming fear that kids who play too many video games would have sore thumbs, and this developed into the 2000s when texting became popular. Hey, remember back when if you said somebody was all thumbs, it meant they were clumsy? Maybe now it means they're a super-fast texter. There's also a condition called trigger finger, when your finger gets stuck in one place after texting for too long. Sore wrists and hands are also something to look out for. Almost nothing can permanently affect you, but it's just a sign that you're probably using your smartphone longer than you should. In the past 10 years or so, phones have become more and more involved and necessary in our daily lives. Anyone who still uses an old phone with buttons or a flip phone will definitely get some weird looks from people. Unless, of course, you're using a smart flip phone, in which case people will stare at you with curiosity. Your smartphone is probably the first thing you grab in the morning. Don't lie, it's probably because your alarm for the morning is on your phone. Apart from smartphone pinky and other stuff that can physically affect our hands and wrists, there is a dark side to these amazing devices. Studies show that checking your phones right before bed can affect your productivity the following day. It can affect your sleeping habits, since you're too involved with browsing your friend's feed while they're on vacation or just watching a cool brightside video on YouTube. Disclaimer, we're not responsible for keeping you up at night. It's just that we often don't check the clock before realizing it's way past our bedtime. Before smartphones, there were computers. I mean, computers are still around today. But I mean, getting any sort of information required you to go to the nearest desktop, boot up your modem, I'm dating myself here, go online, and search for whatever it is you need. And if you didn't own a desktop, then it was just a bus ride away to the library or your friend's house. The common element here is that you had to physically get up and go to a destination to acquire information. These days, we sometimes don't even feel like getting up to charge our smartphones. The internet is literally in the palm of your hands, so any information you need is just a few taps away. It's almost impossible not to have your information online. Whether you have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or anything else, your information is out there for anyone to grab. We don't realize that the longer we stay on our phones, the more personal info we share. Most of the time, your GPS is on, which means the apps you're using know your location. Any information you put on Google is automatically creating a sort of folder where your profile exists. Once it's created, they can show you ads related to the things you're viewing. E-commerce websites also have a sneaky method of tracking your device and creating a profile even if you don't buy anything. If you click on a new pair of shoes and then search for books, they will continue sending you pop-up ads of shoes. And don't be tricked by cloaking yourself in incognito mode. This will only hide your history from the browser you're using. Yup, internet service providers, websites, and apps can still know what you're doing. Have you ever wondered why your smartphone is listening to you? You're sitting and talking to your friends about something, and when you go home, you see an ad on the very thing you were talking about. Sound familiar? Well, for one thing, it's not because your microphone is on and taking notes of what you're saying. Since your GPS is active, websites and apps know that you're physically sitting with people who might be interested in something you're not. 
For instance, you might be talking about joining a gym with your friends. You may not have even searched for anything related to fitness on your phone. But your friend happens to be a gym buff. All of your phones have active GPS working and know that you're sitting in the same location. So it will show you ads that are from your friend's profile. It also helps if your friend's on Facebook or are following each other on TikTok or Instagram. It's not like they know what you're doing every second outside your social media life. They won't know that you're eating a pepperoni pizza while browsing the web for your new vacation spots. One of the best ways to avoid trackers from getting your information is to use a dummy email address where you can register or subscribe to certain accounts. Most platforms or websites require a basic email address for establishing communication. But others will ask you for your phone number, home address, date of birth. Yeah, you get the picture. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.